0: of new shoes. P.F. Flyers? Of any new shoes. Of P.F. Flyers, the ones that Benny the Jet Rodriguez had. Are you wearing some magic shoes right now? I did get new shoes recently. But I i don't know if, if you feel this way. But, I like the uh, new smell of shoes. Didn't you feel like when you got a new pair of shoes, like if you got a new pair of running shoes, weren't you like, you could run as or as fast like I can you run faster. Or if I got a new pair of basketball shoes, I was like, I'm like, well, oh, I can play basketball better. And then I usually did until my
1: feet started to See, on the running had... side of things, with, with running shoes, you got to break them in first. Right. You can't just go running in them right away. You kind of walk around in them for a few days. But, yes, once you break them in and get them out there, it feels like the most comfortable you've ever been.
0: I just remember being a kid and getting, in, like, a new pair of basketball shoes and being like, I'm
1: going to be just like Steve but Kerr. did you outrun some neighborhood Godzilla dog? I did not. Well, maybe there's still
0: time. Not as big as The Beast, or not as big as Hercules. Or not beast. as big as The Beast is portrayed. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, welcome into the Get Around Film Study. I'm your host, Brendan Queeley. Alongside me in the studio is the one and the only Harrison Beebe the only from one. 7 and 4, sports director over there. Uh, yeah, welcome in. Episode, I could be nicknamed Smalls. Episode number two. You could be nicknamed Smalls. Were you a Smalls kid growing oh, up? Oh, yeah. I was tiny. Yeah. I well, don't I mean, know I'm more not, about baseball. I'm not, than here I'm, not asking, I'm not asking if you were a small kid. Were you a kid like Smalls was growing up? Speaking. If you don't know who Smalls is, and you don't know who Hercules or the Beast or Benny the Jet Rodriguez is, I'm not exactly sure why you're listening you to be this listening. podcast. Yeah. Uh, Bail no, out. But no. this is uh, go watch. A room this is the Dikes. Get Around Film Study, and we are talking about the Sandlot today. The runner up to the March Movie Madness. Was it the
1: runner up or I believe was it Happy so. Gilmore? Was the runner up? I don't know. Why was either. it Happy Gilmore? I don't know. In my mind, it was the runner up. In my mind, it was the what should be the champion. And in rewatching it, I was reminded why I thought it should be the champion. Yeah.
0: This I I wrote down, I took seven pages of notes while I was watching this movie the other night, uh, because I wanted to be more prepared than I was for Remember the Titans. Also, I like this movie way more than I I like Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is fine.
1: Yeah. You know, We started off with what is perhaps the best sports movie as far as all-encompassing, but I think this tickles your mind's fancy a little more, as well as probably a lot of other uh, viewers, especially those who love baseball from a young age. Also, way more relatable. Mm -hmm. because not all of us played
0: high school football, but I think all of us can in some way relate to playing baseball with friends or just playing with friends at that age. It
1: doesn't even have to be baseball. Baseball is obviously the big theme, but it's a a typical summer for a, a young person, Yeah, especially before Internet and cell phones made you kind of be a little more glued to screens. It was back then in the 1960s. You had to prioritize your time all day, and you wanted to that was like the fun of it hanging out with your friends all day doing something until you had to be back for dinner not that we know we're not that old but
0: i was going to ask this later but is this the perfect summer movie is this an, is this a must watch during summer
1: I, I think it fits in at any time of year because here we are watching it cuz the baseball playoffs are on so it gets it gets that you know excitement going i like watching most baseball movies at the start of the baseball season in march to really get that excitement going for the coming of summer but yeah as far as a day in day out You know, life of a kid on summer vacation. This I I can't think of another one that really jumps ahead of it. I like watching Dazed and Confused going into the summer because that's a last day of school thing. Another 1993 movie. Uh
0: huh. Both Dazed and Confused. But that was in the 70s. Correct. So I'm just saying they were both released in 19. Movie set in 1962, comes out in 1993. So we go back about 31 years. Uh, It starts off with. Benny the Jet Rodriguez um, playing baseball and recruiting pickling. some
1: friends. Yeah,
0: uh, that's when you first meet the the Sandlot crew without Smalls. Uh, you meet Smalls a little bit later. Uh, so Scotty Smalls is this kid who moves into a, a California town. Not a lot of friends. It's right at the end of the school year, so right before summer, which obviously would In make a it a lot difficult. of ways this
1: is the worst possible time.
0: Yeah, uh, because it's going to be difficult to make new friends right off the bat, and then you go into summer, and if you don't have friends, you're stuck at home. no plans. Right? Uh, so he eventually, you know, takes a risk, and goes out, follows them to the sandlot, and makes a complete fool out of himself. <laughs> um, do you think the the actor uh, who plays uh, Scotty Smalls, Tom Geary, I think? Or, or Geary, uh, however you uh, pronounce it. Uh, when he tries to make that horrible throw?
1: How did you feel about it? Did you buy that he was that bad? As I'm watching that scene with Dennis Leary where he's learning how to throw and catch a ball and then those first few scenes at the Sandlot, I'm trying to think to myself, did I ever have that much trouble? I'm sure we all must have because we didn't know the mechanics and the muscle memory that went into doing those acts. But not at that age. I have no memory of having an issue throwing or catching a baseball. Not at that age. No.
0: I mean, because he's in fifth grade so that puts him at about
1: Twelve. C ball, B ball, range. Yeah. yeah. For for me at so. the time, and you're right. I did T ball, so I was doing baseball stuff. I, my dad was taking me out to play catch since I was four or three, whenever I was really out there and available to run around and try. So yeah, I'm sure I had those failings, but I have no memory of them. So to see a kid who's, you know, well into his elementary school age, like struggle to do these basic concepts that. You know, but also every other kid knows all about.
0: But he's not a baseball guy. Right. He doesn't know anything about baseball because he doesn't know who the Great Bambino is. What, did he, he did the the what do you think? He thinks it's the Great Bambi. Check this out.
2: I'm the Great Bambino!
1: What? I'm the Great Bambino!
2: What? I'm the Great Bambino! The great Bambino. Oh. 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 Who's that? What? I had no idea who they were talking about.
1: What did you say? What, were you born in a barn, man? Yeah, yeah, what planet are you from?
2: But there was no way I could let them know.
1: You never heard of the salt in swat? The Titan of Terror. The Colossus of Clout? The Colossus of Clout.
2: The King of Crash, man. So, I lied.
1: Oh, yeah, the Great Bambino, of course. I thought you said the Great Bambi. Mm-hmm. That wimpy deer?
2: Yeah, I guess. Uh, sorry.
0: You know, they, they play up his, let's say, nerdiness by him. Erector set. The erector set. Mm-hmm. And I love the foreshadowing. I love the foreshadowing in, the, in that scene. This is the first time that I picked it up in this scene, but it was a foreshadowing of two of the attempts that the erector set was. was To get a, the ball. Of, to get the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the magnet one, which could either represent the, the vacuum or yeah, yeah. And then of course the catapult which hits his mom and the mom is like you know go out and get dirty get into trouble for god's sake and smalls goes well, you know I'm I'm just an egghead and his mom agrees his mom's like well you'll always be just an egghead <laughs> with that attitude I'm like mom you know it's not yeah, Karen allen throwing <laughs> the heat <laughs> it's like wow I mean it's okay to be an egghead it's fine and eventually he he goes there and 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 Benny is
1: He's right on him. He's pursuing him from the word go.
0: Yeah, and, and you wonder, is is it because, is Benny doing it because he's a genuinely nice person, or is he doing it because now he can rotate nine positions? Well, it's obviously both.
1: Yeah. It's obviously both. If he had nine positions, would he be so pressuring to get him out there? Absolutely not. Yeah. As much as we don't want to bash the Jet, one of the greatest child Sports movie, great swing of all time. Really good swing. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that, but like I, I went. Oh, they through practiced. I'm sure they had hitting coach on site. Well, they the changed.
0: Kids. This was this will be in in our uh, trivial trivia. They changed the the age group of the movie because of Mike Vitar, the actor who plays uh, Benny uh, the Jet Rodriguez. He came in and he was so good, but he was 13 at the time. They wanted to do this for nine and 10 year olds. And they're like, all right, well we got to. We, we gotta move this up and I think thankfully they did this because this isn't a movie that I probably wanna watch if it's nine and well it's films.
1: like any other movie when you watch a movie about high schoolers guess what they're in their mid-twenties like you can't cast that age it, very rarely can you cast that age and have it fit in normally on screen and be comfortable for our audiences especially when that movie's gonna come out a year later after it's filmed anyways so, yeah, I read that same fun fact that they were just like, screw it, we'll go 12 and 13 and just age them down. Yeah. And I think it's fine because he's the only one. He and uh, the pitcher, who's Jesse Hall from Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. Yes, they're the only ones that are actually, like, tall. Even Porter, for being a big kid, is, like, still pretty short. Yeah. Well, I guess that tall kid's tall. Bertram. Bertram. Grover yes. Weeks. The one who disappeared in the 60s. Yeah. And we yeah, never we heard of him the again. 60s.
0: It's just interesting because... Implying that he's gone. Because he's... <laughs> This is 1962, so they're in the 60s, and he's 12, so like... Maybe he got in the he's 60s got,
1: in the 70s.
0: That's possible. Which was too late yeah. for anybody. That is possible. <laughs> so Benny brings him in and teaches him how to play baseball in two minutes, and all of a sudden... Yeah, I, I'm going really to call out the uh, whole sticker glove out, and
1: I'll hit it Benny's right there. Benny's that good. Benny's then he should good. play golf. <laughs> like, if he's able to stick a ball right on a certain spot, get him into multiple sports, he probably did do multiple sports growing up but obviously the baseball. He would have to tug. hit a golf ball with a baseball bat though. So, hey, it'd just be like happy Gilmore putting with can't, a
0: hockey stick. Can't, yeah, do it. It's a movie, why not? We and then you've got so we'll get into the, the best scenes uh, but eventually Smalls steals uh, a baseball signed by Babe Ruth that he then
1: proceeds to hit over the fence. And that's an hour into the Which, movie. Bold strategy to just know that that baseball is valuable, and yet your friends matter that much to you that you're going to go get that. Yeah. And then even more BS. He's not hitting that home run. Maybe somebody else would have. But well, that's the omen. Right. The omen
0: of well, the omen Benny is the ball exploding the, before. Right. The, but that's the omen of something bad as well. They thought it was something amazing was going to happen, but it turns into something bad is going to happen. So. Yes, <laughs> to, to drive to drive the plot along to drive the plot along, you had to have some sort of conflict, and so you get that with Small's hitting the home run, hitting the the baseball over the over the fence, and them having to do all the attempts to to get it back. Uh, I did find it interesting, but yeah, it, it was an hour
1: into the movie that the ball goes mm-hmm. over the fence. Well, you're building those relationships amongst the kids. And the scenes we were talking about of like the highlights of summer, you know, you're establishing all that stuff before you get to the the, the meat of the movie that yeah. is, you know, retrieving the, the the Disney movie in it all, even though it's not an official Disney movie, although it is on Disney Plus. I'd but like to say that this is all Squince's fault.
0: Squince Palidorus, it's all his fault. I mean, he's for the one getting that, kicked out of the pool. Well, we'll get to that scene later. As I got very serious there. Uh, He's the one that tells the legend of the beast uh-huh. and then he's the one that says he can't go and knock on Mr. Myrtle's door. He's the meanest man ever. Oh, that's right? why you're mad at him. Yeah. So, I think Squint's... He sucks, sucks.
1: sucks. He sucks through the whole movie. But he gets Wendy Peppercorn. Whatever. Sure. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a nomination for who wins the movie.
0: He can be a nomination, but I for me, it's a pretty clear winner. Ooh. For me. I, it is. I think I, well, that debate will be at the end. Yes, it will. <laughs> And I also, and I also Neither think. Neither of them are beating Denzel Washington. <laughs> for me, I, I, think, I, I think it does. In terms of importance to sports movie lore, I think that my winner of this movie is better,
1: is more important than. Maybe not more important. But I think you and I think that because we like this movie more. Correct. But as yeah. we all know, the public has spoken. Remember, the Titans is better. Fine. <laughs> but we're not the public. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. We are just two guys in a room, obsessed with uh, baseball movies. But eventually, those are the best movies. Yeah.
0: Eventually, they they get it back and uh, they go and they talk to Mr. Myrtle, played by James Earl Jones. How long do you think that agreement lasted? To come y- over
1: y- for a week. Yeah. How long? The movie's really fresh in my mind because just like real schoolwork, I watched it about three hours ago. Okay. So <laughs> I crammed it in at the last minute just to make uh, test time here. Uh, Yeah, they probably did that for two, three weeks, and then they were just like, this guy's weird, man. I don't want to hang around with him. I'd rather just play outside. There's another
0: picking net, (laughs) right? Your friend is telling you that this guy is dangerous. He's the meanest old man, right? And he's like, "Uh, come inside. Let's talk about this baseball. You in
2: trouble, aren't you, son? Yeah, well, uh,
1: that was my stepdad's ball. I took it without asking. It was signed by Babe Ruth.
2: George sign this.
1: George Herman Ruth, yeah.
2: I take it back. You're not in trouble. You're dead where you stand. Today,
1: no one is going into
2: to a strange yet. man's
0: house. No.
1: Even back, back then, they probably didn't do it. Probably not. But Because they've been through such an ordeal, they were probably like, "What's the worst that could happen?" Okay, so let's let's go through some of the best scenes.
0: Uh, let's break down the team first. So,
1: that's got... Timmy and Tommy Timmins. Mike Sguinz Peladores. Alan McClendon, we call him Yeah Yeah, Bertram Grover Weeks, Kenny De Nunez, and Hamilton Porter, we call him Ham. Guys, this is Scott Smalls. Hi.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, he's gonna play with us because he makes nine. So now we got a whole team.
0: I think like you really don't get a, you don't get a memorable scene until. The s'mores scene. The one in the treehouse mm-hmm. and the, you know, the, the tail. Well, of the beast. can you combine
1: beast? the s'mores with the story?
0: Yes. Okay. I think the treehouse scene is, that's one scene. Hey guys, sorry,
1: like, my mom made me put on my jacket, and then she made me do the dishes. <laughs> oh, your poor little mommy made you do the you big fat dishes. Hey, you want a
2: s'more? S'more what? No, 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 you want a s'more. Uh, okay. I haven't had anything yet. So how can I have some more of nothing? Shut up! You're
1: killing me, Smalls. All right. We'll cut one. These are s'mores stuff. For okay, pay job, attention. First, you take the gram. You stick the chocolate on the gram. Then you
2: roast my the mallow. Sleeping. No, it's my sleeping bag. It's my... When the mollow's flaming, it's a yellow You stick it on the chocolate. Then set the place then on
1: fire, Ham. You cover it with the other end. Here, make me one of those. Yeah,
2: me too. Then you scuffle. I don't like
0: that. Choice. So that one, the pool scene uh, with the pool honeys. Um, let's talk about that just for a second. Where Porter's like flirting with them and then bombs that them. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I find Porter very, very funny in there because he, you know, he's flexing and going ooh, sexy and pointing at all mm-hmm. the, you know, and he does it in a funny way. Squints is just creepy. In this, like, oh, he's in love with really, a girl. Uh, yeah, but it's just it's gross. Like, I was cre- creeped out even as a even as a, as a kid watching that. Like, when he does the, when he tricks Wendy Peppercorn into giving him mouth to mouth and then kissing her, it's gross.
1: Like, even then, I knew I'm like, this is a violation. Do you think after that happens, more boys did that at the pools or faked? Faked uh, drowning, just to get lifeguards question. or
0: to kill them. Un- unanswerable question, but I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope that people
1: did not follow in the footsteps of Squints. I feel like I'll, I feel like every that. scene in this movie influenced a kid at some point or another and do something smart or stupid. But yeah, he sucks.
0: Like Squints, he's the one who's he's the meanest to Smalls when Smalls wants to play. He's they're, the one. They're who all be, mean to Smalls. Yeah, though. but he's the one going. He's an L seven. Yeah, yeah, he's not great in that scene either. But like.
1: Come on, Benny, man. The kid is a L seven weenie. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Meyer even Foot long. Dodger dog. A weenie. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Is like the New York gangster kid of the crew. Yeah. Where are all of these kids from? Well, I do because love all Because they're the, supposed to yeah, be a lot in of different California baseball and all of them. the all of the. <laughs> Bertram has an Angels hat. Can Porter Porter has a Yankee hat. Kenny's got the best hat. Kenny's Kenny. got the Negro League hat. Yeah, he's got yeah. the Kansas KC. City Monarch. yep. Monarchs, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So they've all got different ca- I don't know what one Smalls gets from Benny. He, it's a, it's got a one. C. It's got a C on it. It's must got a be like C on his it. old team or something. Yeah. It's blue with the yellow C on it. So um, I'm not sure. It could be an old Cubs hat. Or just, you know, whatever team he was playing in before. But, yeah, yeah. it's cool that they all have different, different logos. And if they all did move there and move away. But were you not creeped out? That
0: scene always makes me uncomfortable, where he kisses Wendy.
1: Just because I think when I first saw it, I thought he was dying. Or I thought he was... He couldn't breathe. Yeah. And I thought he was, I thought they were actually going to, wow, this is a turn. They're going to make these kids motivate around a kid who drowns in the pool. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I was They're stupid. Like, oh, man, well, I we're going saw- to play for squints. I saw this in theaters. Did you? Yes. Yeah. So, unlike Remember the Titans, neither of us saw that in right. theaters. But we both saw this one in theaters. With friends. And I, I wasn't even a huge, oh, I went with my mom, but I wasn't a huge, like, baseball, sports fan at the time. Um, but that's okay because a big part of it is just these kids growing up yeah i i mean this was
0: i was i was 10 9 or 10 when this came out and i was playing uh little league at the time and loved it and you know as i got older i continued to play baseball and during the summer this was a pretty common thing for me this was i would get up early you know 8 o'clock in the morning and head out to you know one of the empty ball fields. You had a
1: random group of baseball friends? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I didn't have that. Yeah, it was like and, you know, we would go and, and play either at Gory Park or Butington Park and, you know, those were pretty much just dirt fields. Like theirs. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that kind of reminded me of that and that's why it brings back all that n-
1: nostalgia. Um, I mean, I think we're doing scenes still, the, that- the carnival ride scene is one of my favorites, because they're all... So, mostly just because of their faces when they start getting sick. They and Those are, kids crush it.
0: Dude, yes! I'm so glad that you... In my seven pages of notes, I went, the best acting yeah. in the whole movie is get, when they get
1: sick. Because you really believe that they get sick. They, It's they a slow turn. It. They start feeling queasy. A couple of them start rolling their eyes, and then they keep going. Porter's trying to hold it together. He's trying to be like, eh, yeah, I'm good, I'm, I'm fine. And then later they just all blow chunks and it looks like vomit or a murder scene yes. or something. And we <laughs> will talk about it right. in
0: in, uh, in trivial trivia. Well, we that was. Right now, though, yes. So I think that's up for a best scene. Yeah. But before those you had you had two more good scenes. I love the Fourth of July baseball mm-hmm. game. It's short, but I just that one also brings back a lot of nostalgia for me because that's what Fourth of July was like when I was a kid. You played all, night games? All this well all, it was all this neighborhood stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was outside and partying and it just it reminded me of that and kind of that whole community thing and then right from that it goes into the insult scene the battle with the the preppy baseball team oh the next day the next day yeah uh which also has one of my funniest little quirks of the movie is when they show up the preppy baseball kids show up and they all start slamming down their mitts. did you notice that when squints goes to slam his mitt down. He holds on to it for too long and he ends up throwing it back and I think either Timmy or Tommy Timmons, whichever is the younger brother, he ends up catching it. Tommy. Yeah. They say so the next time you go back, the next time you go back and, and watch it, watch that he scene. He accidentally hits him. He accidentally <laughs> hits him and like he, uh, Tommy does a great job and, and catches the mitt but he's like he gets, Oh, he does catch it. Yeah, he's surprised cuz it hits him right in the chest.
1: Yeah, I always that always makes me laugh. The director must have liked it kept it in there. Yeah. It's easy when you play with a bunch of rejects and a uh, fat kid, Rodriguez. Shut your mouth, Phillips. Would you say crap face? I said you shouldn't even be allowed to touch a baseball. Except for Rodriguez, you're all an insult to the game. Come on, we'll take you on right here, right now, come on. Yeah, yeah, Right yeah. now! Yeah. We play on a real diamond porter. We ain't good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats. Watch it, jerk. Shut up, idiot. Moron. Scab eater. Butt sniffer. Yeah. Puss Liquor, Fart yeah. smeller? <laughs> you eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You mix your weeds with your mama's toe jam. Yeah! You bob for apples in the toilet, and you like it. You play ball like a girl! Followed I mean, the by, whole game with the prep team has got to be up there. That's my favorite scene.
0: Really? Okay. That is my favorite scene. One, because Porter, trash as, the, the as the as the catcher, is like, yeah, if mm-hmm. I had to. Dog that was ugly as you, I'd shave his butt, butt and tell him to walk, walk backwards.
1: backwards. It's gonna be a short game, and I gotta get home for lunch. <laughs> That's one, you know. If my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. The heater, here it comes. I tell you, strike for Europe. Hey. Is that your sister out there in left field? Naked? She's naked. Shut up, Porter! Hey, hey, hey! I'm just throwing out a little friendly conversation. Come on! Think she'd go out with me?
0: Yeah. And then, is that your sister out in left field? Naked? Is she naked? <laughs> yeah, <She's laughs> it kind of got a little
1: dirty there. It's like, shut up, Porter! Well, and then he steps up to the plate, and he's like, all right, see what you got. Yeah. And he doesn't look like the kid that's actually the best hitter, but somehow he strikes on that first pitch. Yeah. So that, for me, that is my favorite, because that's the only time you
0: see competition baseball. You don't get the score. You don't know what the score is, but that's the only time. We talked about it last week. You brought it up with Remember the Titans. There's not a lot of, like, football
1: playing, and so in this one, there isn't. But, you know, I'm okay with it, because this isn't really an official team. Right, and it's not about... And they're not in a league. They're it's not, not about, about competition. Yeah, they don't have a championship they're chasing, which is cliche. Most sports movies, they're playing for some title. And I think that's what makes this better than it has any right to be. Exact.
0: Well, because they hone in on the important parts, yeah. which really are not winning and losing. And so then, yes, we get to the amusement park, um, which is, like we, we talked about... Is the amusement uh,
1: park after the fourth?
0: It's No, it's right after they beat... Um, oh, because they the celebrate. Yeah, they, they celebrate by yeah, going there, right. yeah. So then after that, you get the, um, the omen, and when, when Benny beats the, or smacks the but, uh, guts out of the ball, you get that, and then the smallest homer, and then we get into the attempts of, of bringing it back. Starts with the broomstick, then you get the, the, pot the pot on the end of the metal rod, the vacuums. I love that scene because I really just I, I kind of dig the old, like, army
1: movie vibe. That you get from it. I think they and, all were, like, a Mission Impossible movies, basically. Where they yes. all had the different, like, CIA, you know, missions to rescue the, the stolen item. You know, yeah. that's what, it was like an adult movie and a kid movie. I, and just the scene
0: where the vacuums blow up, uh, and you get Benny just
1: leaping over the edge of the treehouse. Dude, that kid's stunt double. There's a scene later a where he just falls. takes a flip off yeah. the fence, and they show him landing on his yeah. back. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. Uh, the you have yeah uh, lifting or or have, lowering him he's down to go suit, to yep. go pick it up. I love that scene, only because when the beast comes and stares him down face to face, and then they yank him back up, he's screaming. Most of those scenes are just the kids screaming. It seems like uh, for like ten minutes, it's just the kids screaming. But you've got yeah yeah when he gets up there and he just he does the right, right. I, that I'm, always kills me, <laughs> always makes like, me laugh. I'm dead. I'm goner. Um, and then the Erector Set catapult, and eventually it is Benny. Yeah, so you get to the 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 dream with Babe Ruth, and I love the little the little call when when Babe takes the Hank Aaron
2: baseball Can I mind card. If I take this, Let me tell you something, kid. Everybody gets one chance to do something great. Most people never take the chance, either because they're too scared or they don't recognize it when it spits on their shoes. This is your big chance, and you shouldn't let it go by. I mean, you remember when you busted the guts out of the ball the other day? Someone's telling you something, kid. And if I was you, I'd listen. Yeah. But what? (laughs) You're the one with the rubber legs. Figure it out. I love that. Because what was Hank
1: in his major league career in 1962? Do you know? Probably Um, just the beginning. Probably. Right? It's like his rookie card, yeah. probably.
0: Yeah. Because
1: he played into, his, into the 70s, which I'd be pissed. That means Ghost Babe Ruth stole my most valuable rookie card without giving me anything else. Yeah, and Benny's like, yeah. The end, in the yeah, end, it's tangy. all about a fair trade, and yeah. yet Babe
0: Ruth just grifts the kid's most valuable card. Thankfully, it was in a dream, and it didn't actually happen. Oh, I think it did. I think it did happen. Yeah, 1954 through 1976. He played 23 seasons. 20- 23, yeah. 23 agree. seasons, yeah. Um, and then, of course, Benny Pickles the Beast, that is probably...
1: I think that's going to be my that's, pick.
0: That's the best scene. My favorite scene is the
1: baseball game with the preppy kids. Okay, so we agree there. Yeah, I think we both agree what the best scene is, or at least the climax of the movie that mm-hmm. makes that, like... In the first time you see that, it's intense. Like, yeah. Now you kind of laugh at it because you know where it's
0: going. It's so good, though, because it starts with... You know, it's building that drama of Benny going over the fence. And then when he does, it has that, you get that western, Western, you get the western Mm -hmm. shootout.
1: little Wipe elements out? are there. Wipeout also perfect song choice. Just to go with tequila. Yep. When they're
0: on the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Then then uh, from there, Small's helping the beast after uh, Benny does I that trying fence. to lift up mm-hmm. the fence. Uh, and then you go into, you know, the beast showing him all the, the balls that he had buried uh, throughout them playing. Then they go and then they talk to Mr Myrtle and you've got the montage of all the kids and where they went. Um, and disappear which, uh, like Back well, to the Future. Which one is your favorite? I think Timmy and Tommy Timmons um, inventing the mini mall. All of their futures? Yeah, I think I, um, I like.
1: You that know who I am going to pick? The Hambino. You like the? the oh yeah, Hamilton he becomes, becomes a pro he becomes, becomes, Yeah, that's right. Never, never heard of that guy in the WWE. But
2: I kept in touch with those guys over the years, and I found out that Yaya's parents shipped them off to military school. After the army, he became one of the pioneering developers of bungee jumping. Of course, we all know why. Bertram, well, Bertram got really into the 60s, and no one ever saw him again. Timmy and Tommy became an architect and a contractor. They started out small, designing playground equipment and prefabricated tree houses. But they became multimillionaires when they invented mini malls. Squints grew up and married Wendy Peffercorn. They have nine kids. They bought Vincent's Drugstore, and they still own it to this day. Hamilton Porter became a professional wrestler. You know him as the Great Hambino. De Nunes played triple-A ball, but he never got to the major. He owns his own business now, and he coaches a Little League team that his sons play on, called the Heaters. Hercules lived to be 199 years old, uh, in doggy years. I was the last one to move away, but when I did, the Sandlot was still there. After Benny pickled the beast, his reputation spread all over town. From then on, he was known as Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Is this
0: the best of the kids' sports movie movies? I know you go Mighty yeah, Well,
1: I, I'm not saying I go there, because I do love this movie. And I played baseball, which would also give it the edge over hockey, which I didn't play. But I think the fact that Mighty Ducks was able to stick the landing somewhat... I know people don't love D3, but they were able to probably do a better movie in Mighty Ducks 2 and then do D3. You know what I did before I came over here? I punched up Sandlot 2 and gave it 30 minutes just to see where the the heck they took everything.
0: Sandlot 3 seems more of a... It seems more interesting than Sandlot 2 because Sandlot 3 is like a dejected baseball player wakes up and goes back in time to when he's 12 years old. Yeah, exactly. And so that one, so, seems, that
1: one seems a little more interesting. Either way, it was direct-to-DVD, so nobody, yes. nobody saw it. No. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I think that's what gives Mighty Duck still the edge for me, is that they took these characters that are the same age as the Sandlot kids, and they successfully made two more movies with a big chunk of them, and told this kind of all-encompassing story, and now they're still yeah. coming back.
0: Fifteen years later. Like, these movies, I think 2007 and 2013.
1: Oh, for the Sandlot? For the sequels, yeah. Oh, but they don't have any of the original kids in there. No. no. Well, obviously not. So, well, but Mighty Ducks did that. Yeah. They capitalized on that, and, you know, maybe the, the box office was better for Mighty Ducks than than Sandlot. We don't know that. But as far as a one-off movie, Mighty Ducks 1 versus Sandlot 1, I'll, I'll take the Sandlot. Favorite quotes? I mean, you get heroes, what what is it? Heroes Heroes get get remembered, legends legends never die. die. I mean, that's got to be up there.
0: Uh, I have you're three, killing me, Smalls. Obviously, that is the most famous mm-hmm. out of this, which is right up there with forever. Forever, yeah. Forever. I love that one. My two favorites are when Smalls is running the ball in,
1: Ham goes, "What the
0: hell is he doing?"
1: <laughs> I just love the way he yeah, delivers. The swears it. are nailed in this one. Yeah, because like when when some oh yeah when they're getting kicked out of the pool when Squince gets caught mm-hmm. they're just like son of a. He either says some of a bit, or that piece. Yeah. Thing. What did they say? I can't remember, but they do drop a couple of shits, and they're like the perfect time for them. Yeah. They're not sprinkled throughout, but they're the exact. Oh, he's in, a real. Sh- that's what they say. Yeah.
0: In the in the insult scene, you get pee drinking crap face. Bobbing apples in a toilet. Bowl. Yeah. Uh, you make toast with your mama's toe jam or something like that. Uh, my other one is, it really quick. It's in the chase scene when they get to the pool and the beast is running at people and there's that little kid and ah, he's like, mommy, dog. mommy, it's a a, do- a doggy," <laughs> And he goes, ooh, a, <laughs> a big, big doggie. doggie. Yeah. I say that all of the I time. I think a
1: lot of kids do that. Though, I say so that all of
0: yeah. the time. Uh, so the of the ones that I say the most, it's what the hell is he doing? And then ooh, a big doggy. It's, those <laughs> I, those are
1: mine. I say forever. Yeah. Every once in a while, so I'm gonna have to. I, I actually wouldn't coin this as very quotable for me. No, there are it's not. very good quotes. But like a movie like Happy Gilmore, that's what that whole podcast is gonna be—is us just saying the quotes back and forth. We're yeah. not even gonna get to any categories. No. We're just gonna basically reenact the movie. But, yeah, I'd probably go the forever line. I mean, the kill Me Smalls comes out, and you really recognize if somebody's seen the movie, whether they catch it or not. But, yeah, I really took to heart, I guess, this time around. The heroes heroes get remembered, but legends never die. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's that's a, that's a one-up to just being an everyday hero. Like, yeah. you do something iconic, at least in that world, people are going to remember you forever, which is could go into one of our later categories. Uh, best character. <laughs> oh, you want to go to that one right now? Are we doing kids and adults? You can do whatever you want. I, uh, as much as I love what Benny the Jed does for this movie, I'm, I'm taking smalls. You're taking smalls. Well, this for me, mo- best character is Ham, Hamilton Porter. I think he's the most he my, he's the he's, most enjoyable. Character. He's the most entertaining. Okay, so if that's what we're asking is the one we like the most, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Ham because he's he's the trash talker and he's kind of the yeah the one instigating everything, kind of like uh, Richie in the It movies, Finn Wolfhard's character, like always keeping things lighthearted when yeah. you know something, it, might get, it doesn't get depressing but it gets sad, but I, I don't think this movie is a home run for anybody unless Smalls is this really like I don't say pathetic kid but kid out, fish out of water kid, and then jumps into this head for willing to, and then slowly gets along, you know, just it's, it's a great message to show other kids like, hey, even if you don't feel like that you can fit in there, you can fit in there just and take if we that can, step
0: forward if we can kind of branch out and go and not look at the actors as characters but other parts of the movie i think that benny and smalls their friendship if you were to to categorize that as a character or or a big
1: part of the movie Mm -hmm. i i would put that up there as well as the best right well and that's the heartbeat of the movie yeah is those two working together and you know fighting for each other, you know, doing the little things to to clean up the other's messes or, in in Benny's case, just getting the ball for him at the very end. Um, But, yeah, so if I'm going character as far as he still hits home, it's not the best acting performance, but the kid who plays Smalls really, from wearing that stupid hat and his black eye that he's got to rock for the first 30 minutes of the movie to slowly filtering in and learning all the intricacies of... We're going to talk about the black eye a little bit later. We we need to we need to address that Hamilton is the funniest though
0: no doubt so he's Bertram, the one that you get most excited to see Bertram Grover Weeks uh, he gets one part where he has lines to say and he's terrible I think he's one of the best on the ride though he is His, but when he re-draft. when he pulls out the he's like oh I forgot and you're like and he pulls out the chewing tobacco he he's he's awful
1: yeah well you know it's hard it's tough to hit on all nine uh, okay best bench player. Because there's when, Does Wendy Peppercorn count sure. as a bench player? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> she doesn't even really say anything, like, directly. Right. You just hear her yelling at squids. Yeah. But, I mean... You little her, creep. Her part in the movie is such a tease to adulthood for these kids. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the, the, the fantasies that young boys will have of, like, where their life could go, whether that's playing professional baseball or dating a supermodel or the, the prettiest girl at the pool or whatnot. She's so you know, unique to the story without really saying anything on camera, and then you find out later that they did get married. And, I mean, that's how much that scene and that relationship lives on, is people are still going out for Halloween dressed as Squints and Wendy Peppercorn. Yes. They don't dress as anything else from the movie. Maybe you get a Benny the Jet, but the most popular Halloween costume to this day is still Squints and Wendy Peppercorn, for for a couple especially to, to wear that off. I know my roommate in college did that once, so as far as bench players supporting characters that aren't those main top figures. I mean, I guess you could make the argument for James Earl Jones, especially yeah, seeing as he only did it for a day. It's worth the filming. Yeah. Pretty easy scene for him, though, for a veteran uh, from the pride of Calvin Norman Dixon, Michigan. But so that's where I, I go
0: James Earl Jones as Mr. Myrtle uh, on that one. Should this movie ever be remade? As a movie? It has to be. I, I don't think it works as, no. a, as a TV series. I think series. it would be
1: a great TV series. You, you think could so? Spend an episode with each kid. Okay. Learn about their family. It would have to be a half an hour. You could do like nowadays. You could do like forty-five minutes. Okay. Half hour, forty. You know, whatever. But you could literally you could do a ten-episode story arc. Have the first two focus on Benny and and uh, Smalls. Okay. But then slowly get into each kid. I mean, Timmy and Tommy could be their own episode, basically, because they go to the same house. So, the big question here is, if you're going to remake
0: this movie, do you keep it in the same time period, or do you, since this came out in 1993 and it was set in 1962, do you move it back to the 60s, or do you do modern day, and so have it in 2021, and you go back and set it in 1990, and you have it then, and then you have the ball signed by someone different. So, is it a ball signed by, I mean, if I'm going to remake this movie, I have the ball signed by either
1: Hank Aaron... Or Jackie Robinson. You could do that. I guess the way I picture my remake of this, and it kind of sucks based on how history has tainted this, but if imagine if the steroid issue never broke up. I would totally put this movie in the summer of 1998. Oh, okay. In if the, the steroid issues never came out. And even yeah. then, they still did that 30 for 30 out. That was still really the biggest boom for baseball in decades. So, if I'm redoing this movie right now, I'm going back to 1998, and you get that 90s feel for a movie that I think is just starting to become cool again. Okay. And uh, you can, you can feel, if, especially if you're going the TV show route, you can factor that in, oh, Bonds hit, or I mean, Griffey hit, you know, 58 today, oh, McGuire hit. Of course, that's in September, so that wouldn't actually play that much of a role. But at least something, some summer where something significant happens. So, in other words, you wouldn't do it in 1994. Right during the
0: <laughs> during the strike, that that wouldn't make sense. Uh, if you were going to remake it, what's your what's your recast? We already talked about who you're going to recast as Smalls,
1: Tremblay, Jacob, Jacob Tremblay. Tremblay, yeah, a talented kid, plays yep. baseball in Doctor Strange. So also in, what is it? Good Boys. Is that the Doctor Strange or Doctor Sleep? Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Sorry, not Doctor Strange. Easy to mix up, but two different movies. Yeah, he's kind of like the new it child actor it seems so I think it's really easy to put him in that role he, he could probably play almost any role on the team mm-hmm. honestly besides maybe Benny the Jet just because he doesn't look that physically imposing
0: but, so I went a different direction I did agree with you immediately because it just makes sense to do that but I went with Ian Armitage he's the kid that plays Young Sheldon mm. on Young Sheldon okay. I thought that he might be good uh, I went with with Ham I went back to Good Boys which stars Jacob Tremblay and it's the other kid, um, Brady Noon, the kid who is in Mighty Ducks. Is he in Mighty Ducks? The the chubbier kid is the main kid in Mighty Ducks. The, the series. oh, is he?
1: Okay. okay, okay, yes. I don't know what his so, actor name is, but
0: so yeah, uh, Brady Noon, Benny. I'm gonna go with Khalil Harris. I did some research because it was difficult to find a Benny. Um, he it is. Was. You're really not gonna like my answer for Benny, but uh. he is. Uh, he's 15 right now, which is a little old, but he looks young, and he's got that same kind of build that
1: Benny does. He's tall, he's lanky. I literally don't care how much older he is. I still put Timothy Chalamet in his Benny. Okay. Because I feel like he could blend in on a youth baseball team. You would have to do the, um, uh, like they did in The
0: Irishman. And do the computer generated digitalize his face digitalize to, I, to make him younger. I don't know.
1: I think if you cut his hair, yeah, he looks a little older, but I, I still think, like, okay, so in my reality, too, since we both admit this, we don't know child actors that well. No. We figured that out on the last yeah, podcast. We, we really. gotta. This is gonna be the toughest tro- We need, like, a kid in here to help us with that. Uh, but I'll just go, I'll say, okay, so Timothy Chalamet, five years ago. Because that's going to be my ham. My ham is uh, the kid who plays Dustin on Stranger Things. I'm going that oh, kid. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his real name is, but... I think that's a good pick. I'm putting that kid from, like, five years ago in as ham. Okay.
0: Yeah, you could really just take the young... The first season of Stranger Things, that cast, we and, cast and that. slot yeah, him in. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard could play a bunch this. of roles.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Okay, uh, Squints, I went with Ian Chen. He's the young boy from Fresh Off the Boat, I think. If you could... I think getting a little more diversity... Into this is, is a good idea. So Khalil Harris, he's, uh, you know, he, he's an African-American kid. Um, Ian Chen is Asian-American, and I, I just think if you, can, if you can do that, it would be better. Uh, the mom, who do you go with? Marissa Tomei.
1: Interesting. I mean, she's that's basically really now good... the mom in every yeah. Spider-Man and uh, every other kind of movie series that's going in that direction. But that's just Karen Allen just screaming to Marissa Tomei to me. Rashida Jones. Hmm. for me.
0: I think that she's at that age right now where she could, and she seems very similar to the Karen Allen, I think she could play that kind of attitude perfectly.
1: I like that pick. Yeah. Okay. I Uh, saw a horror movie this weekend and the girl made me think of Rashida Jones the whole time. Which horror movie? Black Christmas. Okay. It's from the 70s, but this girl, she has her hair like the same way as Karen Filipelli. I'm just, every time she's on screen, I was thinking of Rashida. The stepdad. Dennis Thierry's character? Mm Mm-hmm. Robin Williams. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll save, we'll save his spot for later. Uh, the Dennis Leary character, let's go, uh, let's go Chris Evans. I think I'd enjoy a, a show or a movie that has a Chris Evans guy doing a secondary role. Okay. He's just kind of the back end of it, so you wouldn't have to put that much time into it.
0: I, I went with Vince Vaughn on this one because I think that he can play kind of that dickish
1: role. You think Dennis Leary's a, a dick? He's a little bit of a dick. I think he doesn't want to put so much time into yeah. the kid because it's not his kid. Right. But he still does it. I don't. I don't think there's any part of him that's a jerk. I think he just kind of prioritizes other things because it's not his biological son. Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, uh, that one was that one was a back and forth. It's so I went cause with you could go a lot of different ages
0: for her. So, well, she's 19 in this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. So I went with uh, the girl who plays Betty in Riverdale this is my second week in a row bringing up Riverdale a show that I never watched but it was—it made sense to me I believe it's Betty, I can't remember her name um, but yeah that's I thought you were about Ugly Betty, like that show
1: no, like, no, no, what? no, You're taking no the, Betty from, that girl's way too old Riverdale uh, well I'll go, if we're going around that age I think this girl's around 19, whatever her real name is she's the new star in that uh, Soho movie the horror movie and she was also in Jojo Rabbit okay did you see Jojo Rabbit yeah that's a good pick that kid actually could play a role on the team too yeah the kid he could be Jojo he Rabbit. could be squints mm-hmm. there we go alright so perfect i right. already kind of teased as a couple in Jojo Rabbit and now they're now they can be together in the Sandlot remake and we talked
0: about Mr. Myrtle I immediately went Denzel Washington I think he would nail that part and also you get a big name and you get a surprise uh, at, at the end
1: just like we did with James Earl Jones does, does it have to stay an African-American role? No. Okay. Because maybe this is where you throw Robin Williams in at his age, if he was still alive. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's either the, honestly no. If I'm giving out the Robin Williams award, I'm going to make him the narrator of the movie. Yeah, he is both the narrator and the grown-up Scotty Smalls. That's what Him it... a long time ago. It yeah. couldn't be him right now being that. But yeah, if we're in, inserting—okay, yeah. So we're right there.
0: Yeah, so that really, that my next category was Robin Williams, and you and I both uh, agree on that one. Let's get to the uh, trivial trivia. I got so much here. I'm, I'm Seven and, ex- and a half pages. I'm very excited. Well, not, probably a little bit more than that. So originally it was called The Boys of Summer. That, that was, was the, the name, title. That was the title of the movie. Uh, the film's name had to be changed because there was already a famous baseball book uh, by the same title. It and was a song, too. Yeah, by Don Henley. Yeah. Um, it was partly autobiographical. The movie was inspired in part by a child experience from co-writer and director David Mickey Evans that his brother had. Some older boys wouldn't let Evans play baseball with them, and then when they lost the ball over a brick wall, he thought he could get on their good side by retrieving it for them, and when he hopped the wall, he found a giant dog named Hercules waiting for him, and he was bitten. He was bit by that dog. It was a quick shot. Uh, shoot, 42 days, uh, which is hey those kids gotta get back to school too. Jackie Robinson's number, which I thought was. Oh, uh, you think cool. that was planned? No, I don't think it was planned. <laughs> I just think that it was nice that it worked out that way. Uh, the chewing tobacco was made of licorice and bacon bits, uh, and the the so oh, no child actors' jaws were hurt during the filming. Of this correct, movie? and then the vomit uh, was a mixture of split pea soup, baked beans, oatmeal, water, and gelatin. Uh, for two of the scene, or for some of the scenes, it was dangerously hot during the daytime shoots, and then during the, the chase, it was up to hundred and ten degrees. And then during the pool they're scene, they're in Utah, right? I think yes. they filmed
1: the whole movie in Utah. And
0: then during the pool scene, it was really cold. It was uh, the water was fifty six degrees, so that's why you see all the kids shivering in that scene because it was cold. <laughs> uh, Wendy Peffercorn, based on a real girl named uh, Bunny. This is, I don't know why this was in the trivial trivia, uh, but the Beast was partly a puppet. Yeah, obviously. Partly a puppet? Yeah, during some of the movie was uh, a puppet.
1: Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought you were referring to it as the real Hercules in this guy's real life. No, 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 no. in the movie itself. Yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, that's why this clear. almost works to talk about right now, because this is kind of like a little kid horror movie. Yeah. It's like a, a giant it, monster And it's also
0: a, a good representation
1: of... Urban legends mm-hmm. when, when you're a kid, and making things out to be way bigger than they actually yes. are. Yeah. Which several scenes? Yeah, the dog is he- the dog's paw destroys mm-hmm. a baseball, like just squashes. Just
0: kills it. two thieves in the. And its head in, is as in, big in, as in, their treehouse. Right. Like what? <laughs> it's like Jaws. Like they made uh, the beast out to be, out to be Jaws. But Jaws that, is that actually big. big. Yes. Movie.
1: Whereas I think that's what I like about this movie is it's all there. It's these kids' interpretations of it. You know, everything is bigger when you're a kid. When you go back and look at all the it's like, oh, this isn't that big at all. But as a kid, it's ginormous. It it takes up your whole the space of your mind, and just the whole you know your field of vision becomes a lot more clouded by that one figure. And that's basically what they did with the Beast is making it its own form of a monster movie.
0: So, and then you've got that scene when. Smalls and the monster go face Had to, to face, yeah. right? Uh, right there at the end. And so to get Hercules the mastiff to lick his uh Smalls's face, they put baby food on the one side of his face, the one side that you don't see. Uh they were able to do that, baby food. Yeah. Curbers. The uh, movie was at the center of a lawsuit. The, a man named Michael Paladoris sued 20th Century Fox, claiming that his former classmate, David Mickey Evans, based the character of Squints on him, and it caused him embarrassment and humiliation. Uh, a judge decided that there wasn't enough similarity to justify the lawsuit, meaning that the movie studios could continue using sk- characters in- inspired by, in part, by real-life people. Was Squintz real yeah. name Michael? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Michael Squints Paladoris. Well, <laughs> uh, and maybe he should have won that one then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, especially because, as you both, you and I both agree, it's not the nicest apple. Squint sucks. Yeah. In this movie, uh, we already talked about this, but the older and younger Benny are played by real life brothers Pablo Vitar and Michael Vitar. Uh, and in order to establish a good bond between Smalls and Benny, they had them hang out for weeks before the movie, um, so
1: they could kind of get that. That's actually a cool stack. Can we touch on that for a sec? Like, I mean, I'm sure that happens in movies, but yeah. that makes a lot of sense for kids. Right. Because if a ki- if two kids don't hit it off right away... Right. you got to build that chemistry. There's, there's some awkward transitions. And, yeah, if you just start rolling day one, hey, hey, see you at the shoot tomorrow. Okay, yeah, uh, let's be awkward friends at the baseball field. That, I've never heard of something like that before. I'm sure it happens all the time. right? But that's a that's a very smart way to... Make those, maybe that's why we, I like those characters so much, is because that is authentic.
0: The director had one direction for uh, the actor who plays Squints in the scene where he kisses uh, Wendy, which was keep your tongue in your
1: mouth. <laughs> I think that was pretty important. So Wendy, in in the real world, the Wendy actress is, what, like six, seven years older than the kid? Probably, yeah. Like okay. she, she was 19. 19, he was yeah. probably 12. Ish. I liked I like
0: this one a lot. So Mr. Myrtle, the James Earl Jones, he shows the boys a picture of himself with Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. So obviously it's a retouched photo. But it's a real picture and the it's Jimmy Fox who is the the person in there. So they like Photoshop oh, James Earl okay. like a young James on, Earl Jones that guy. Got it. head onto onto Jimmy Fox.
1: You knew Babe Ruth?
2: George? I sure did. And he knew me. He was almost as great a hitter as I was. I would have broken his record, too, but... You went blind. Yep. I used to crowd the plate so the strike zone almost disappeared. Pitchers hate that. That's the way I played, 100% all the time. Baseball was life, and I was good at it, real good. I mean, not to go
1: down that route, but we did just do a you know, segregation based movie last last time out. It's like a lot of people I saw integration of well, it was like, would that picture have really happened? I guess it must have if that's what your your research happened, but obviously black players and white players weren't playing together back then. I think you're gonna love this. The Vincent drugstore where they go
0: and buy the baseball, uh, has been used five it was used five years earlier in Halloween four, The Return of Michael Myers. It was also used next year in Halloween five Revenge of Michael Myers. I Now that I think about it, yeah, those were filmed in Utah. Yeah. So. James Earl Jones and Art LaFleur, the one who plays uh, Babe Ruth, both in Field of Dreams in 1989.
1: What's Art
0: LaFleur's role? He's one of the... I'm um, trying to remember which of the Black Sox he plays, but he's... He oh, plays he's one, one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, that, yeah, that's pretty much it, other than, you know, you saw... Some of the same characters go on to appear in other kids' sports movies like you know D2 and D3, and um, Patrick Renna and uh, Chauncey Leopardi. That's the name of the kid who plays Squints. They were both in The Big Green, big green. in 1995. Mm-hmm. So, Do you remember The Big Green? I do remember. The, I'm not a big fan of The Big Green. But Just a medium fan of The Big Green? Yes, small fan. <laughs> uh, a medium-small fan of that. All right, I want to get into picking nits. Uh, looking at at some of this stuff. So no one questions when Smalls just shows up with the black eye. The kids? Like family. Well I mean you know, the family's there. Like, they they on. know. They know. But no one Benny's not like no one asks him about no one asks him about the black eye. Well maybe they did off camera. They were probably they were they were like, hmm, all right, so his dad punched him in the face. Or maybe
1: they stuck him out in left field. Not, maybe they he's couldn't he's see it.
0: No, because he show, Benny shows up that that day, and that's when he brings him to the sandlot, and Smalls is sitting there with his broken plastic mitt and got his big old black eye, and no, there, there's... no one addresses it.
1: You've got... Oh, can I go now? Yeah. Okay. So, you're telling me with this immortal quest for ball, these kids are in love with baseball, and yet they can't find one other spare ball lying around anywhere in anybody's house. The dad clearly loves baseball. I'm sure a lot of their parents love baseball, they couldn't have scrounged up one other ball. These aren't like poor children, impoverished children, from what I can tell. But I think
0: that is, again, that's what drives the plot. It is a yes. good picking net. You're right because they totally what, would have found one, especially yeah. when they do salvage up enough. Yeah, money they're like to buy one go and get fake. bottles. Yeah, yeah we yeah, got gotta they go did do a do that. Fake.
1: They figure that out. No problem.
0: Squints and yeah, yeah. Calling small as a dork. They're all dorks, except for Benny and, and Kenny de Nunez.
1: They're all dorks. Every one of yeah, them. Yeah, but them. he's a dork that doesn't know who Babe Ruth is. That's true. So to uh, be I mean, fair, yeah, yeah, what, calls him Oscar Mayer?
0: Who's, you know, I'll make a yeah, him being uh, a
1: L7, Oscar Mayer, Dodger Dog,
0: Dodger a dog weenie! Guy. Whose treehouse is that? there's right? just a treehouse? Somebody must,
1: somebody must live there. There's
0: just a treehouse next to the it sandlot? Or they next to
1: the sandlot. I guess that makes just as much sense it's as It's also anything. an incredible treehouse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's got, cool. what, three floors? They probably spent a, a few years working on it. So, but that's a staple of any young boy's childhood or back then it would have been. And then my my last
0: one is no one notices the signature on the ball when Smalls brings when they the fake ball. It? No, no, no. When Smalls brings the actual Babe Ruth uh, ball, no one notices it? No
1: one no one Well, looks, nobody really sees it. No, he no just one has really the looks, ball. Yeah. And he gives it to the pitcher. Right. And then he pitches it, and you that's know, it.
0: I don't know. I think I might have just out of the corner of my eye, I might, you know, looking at the ball, be like, "Oh, what, what is this signature? Oh, Babe Ruth." Well, maybe, and we, I
1: also, should, maybe we shouldn't play with this. One. I also don't understand how, if that ball is that important, why don't they even attempt to ask the guy to get it back, even if Squince doesn't think it's a good idea? What, what is? Because would you rather, Squints is the problem with this movie. But like, are you risking your life? Literally trying to fight what you would think is a, a death-defying killer dog, or going up to a doorstep and talking to a guy that you can at least exchange words with and get denied that way.
0: Yeah, everybody believes Squints for some reason. But it's because, not, well, it's not a good movie. Because his grandfather, Squidman Paladouris, was the police chief. Pretty handsome one at that.
1: Sure. It's not a good movie, though, if the kids go up to the doorstep right away. Obviously. Because that's what any smart kid does. It's Obviously. Like a, it's like, a, it's horror just like a horror movie. It's yeah. like,
0: well, they ran away. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's it. They we're able to get away. Sorry. That
1: was Hope you enjoyed the show. All right, you're Mount Rushmore of baseball movies. You know, I didn't think about that uh, beforehand, but it's obviously pretty easy. to Yes, for me, for me, it took me, to me like 15 seconds. Uh, Sandlot is up there. Yep. So well, let's go back and forth. So. Sandlot for Sandlot me. Sandlot is also up there for you. Yep. Okay. Um, I, you know, I don't, I haven't even seen it that much. I've mostly watched it as an adult, but I will include Field of Dreams. Yeah, me too. Okay, so two for two. Yep. Do you want to lead on the third one? Sure. Major League. Obviously, yeah, yep. we're three for three. I major league is t- can I can I count major league and major league two as, as one? Sure. Let's do that. So the major league franchise, although the rest of them are terrible, but I really have a soft spot for major league two. Major as well, league two, back to the minors. So we're or is that major league, league three? Back to the three, back to the minors is three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So number four, what did you go for? Moneyball. Yeah, I don't know if I could put that on a. F- I love Moneyball. Every
0: time it's on, I will sit down and watch it. It's good. I love it. It's really good. I,
1: I don't know. I don't know okay. if I feel comfortable giving it that fourth spot. I don't again, like.
0: I, mean, I don't like Bull Durham. I've never been a fan. It's of a, Bull a little Durham. overrated. The Naturals too slow.
1: Natural is very good. Little Big League is fun. Yeah. But it's also kind of too serious. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. I'm going I knew. I knew this was the answer. I was just kind of fiddling around trying to. Make sure, but R- Rookie of the Year, I okay. think, would be my fourth most enjoyable baseball movie yeah. because that's what the heart of most. I'm looking of the forward movie.
0: to doing Rookie of the Year just because of the wrong names that the.
1: Rosenbagger? Uh t- huh. I love it. I think it. you just want to say Funky Butt loving." <laughs> Did you okay. say Funky Butt Lovin'? We are. I-, I think in the title, yes, Moneyball's a better movie. But I think I'm going to choose Rookie of the Year because if I'm, you know, if I got one chance to watch one more baseball movie between those two, I, it's no question I'm choosing Rookie of the Year. Okay. Because of all the, the fond memories of seeing it as a kid. All right, we're here at the end. Who won and the movie? Already? Yeah. I feel like we missed a category. Maybe this movie's you, you, just that you, good. You, you thought that
0: the last time too. I decided that I'm oh, not going to do family. Not going to do the Crime Family. I was like, you know what? That that's dumb. Do, the only do, one Could you not find enough crime? No, I mean, the only one is uh Tom uh Geary, he grows up and he's in a short-lived show on NBC Benny called The, the Black. Jet. Never Donnelly. did some Netflix show. I don't know. Maybe out? I didn't I was just like I I don't like it. I, I wanted to. I wanted to try to do it, and then I'm like, no, this is this takes too much time, and it's definitely not. <laughs> the juice is not worth the squeeze
1: for that. Probably week. not every week. No, no. All right, so, All right, so we'll, we'll do the fun ones first, like the the joke ones that don't really win. But you uh, go ahead. Hot, hot dogs. Me, for me, this is okay. Hot dogs. Chew. All right. Uh, well, I mean, hot dogs. Not for the teasing scene, but I love right on that Fourth of July scene where. Porter like is scrummaging for yeah. food. he just jamming he's like in his he, mouth.
0: Right, he takes a lot of tomatoes and a lot of onions, and that's it.
1: <laughs> well, he gets a hot dog too.
0: Yes, no, I know. But he, in terms of the accoutrement that he puts on his hot dog, yeah. it's just tomatoes and onions. I'm like, where's the? I think and it's mustard? like it
1: reminds me of the John Belushi scene in Animal House, where he's just like getting all the food because he knows he's in a hurry, but he's still got to make sure he, because he's a chubby kid, he's got to make sure he eats all his food. Right. Squints can't eat all that. Uh, swimming pools. Okay. Summer, summer at the swimming pool. And it's interesting that you are
0: taking this route because when, I, when we were talking about the Back to the Future rewatchable and I wanted to put up the DeLorean as one of the winners of the movie, you were like, no, you can't do that. Well, no. What, what do you
1: mean you can't do that?
0: Why can't you do that? Because I think at the time... Because there's no other movies that it's in? No, I think at the time you were... You said, "Oh, maybe it was Apex Mountain that I wanted to do that for," and you're like, "No, it has to be an actor." Whatever, I'm gonna cut this. Oh part yeah,
1: because Deloreans can win the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it would have been Apex Mountain. Okay. Yeah. It definitely was Apex Mountain for Deloreans, by the way. Oh, for sure. So. Did you know the guy who uh, invented the Delorean helped open the Northport Golf Course? I did not. John Delorean. I don't know if it was was John DeLorean. I think it was the guy who helped, um, like, manufacture them. He was one of the lead techs to get them produced, mass-produced. So it wasn't John DeLorean, but it was another guy, and that was, like, the claim to fame. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, What other kid tropes? Baseball. Baseball Baseball's a kid. Okay. baseball is a kid. Actually, you know what? We haven't touched on that, and I really... that that's what I was surprised by. We haven't even gone to the meat and potatoes of this good versus evil story of the kids versus the dog.
0: That's what we're going to get into because who won the movie that's, for me is the dog Hercules. Well, okay. So like I that, say that yeah. he. I say that he wins the movie because not only is it Hercules or the Beast, but the Beast is this over throughout the whole thing he is this yeah he's this mythical legendary figure that the whole movie revolves around Mm -hmm. the entire movie revolves around the beast that's why I mean
1: for me that's why he wins well and for you this is no stranger to anybody who knows you you love (laughs) dogs yes so I imagine a movie like this you even watch it a little differently than I will no, than I do knowing Oh that you I get have emotional such a fond appreciation I, for dogs especially when they're portrayed in a negative stereotype kind of like this one is.
0: Yeah, I get emotional when the beast is crushed by the fence mm-hmm. and then Small's goes over there and tries to lift it up and then Benny comes over there like and for That's me, it. None for of the me, other
1: ki- why weren't the other kids helping? Another because they pick. all suck.
0: All of the other kids suck. <laughs> especially Squints uh I just, I do, I get, like, that's a goosebump moment for me, is when, uh, especially when he's like, Benny, please help. He goes over there, and it's just two kids. They lift up this what seems like a pretty heavy fence. It's
1: one part of it, but yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's why I think the Beast wins the movie, and I—that's why I think he holds the belt for me. But again, I, I'm biased because you're right. I do love dogs. If anybody heard the the jingling on the mic earlier uh, when I went and, and touched my chest, that is, uh, I, yeah, I've got one of my, uh, well, two of my dogs that have passed. Uh, One the dog tag, and then the other, just a a charm that I bought that has a little bit of that dog's ashes in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yes, obviously this is probably a a pretty it's a special movie for
1: you just for that reason alone, much less all the reasons we've touched on the last hour here. Yeah, and I I think that's why I have no problem, not say conceding the argument, but I'm still gonna go Smalls as the most important important character because. I can picture being that kid in certain situations where I didn't feel welcome in a certain situation, and yet sometimes you just let those pass by, and you think, oh, what if? But then sometimes you literally just step foot first, one in front of the other, and get involved, and then you realize, man, I'm glad I did that, because otherwise I would have missed out on this entire unique experience in my life. And that is the foundation of this kid's life, is going from not liking baseball at all to being obsessed with baseball, playing with your friends every day. I think that's such a cool end of the movie when they do the full circle scene at Dodger Stadium. He's calling the game because, of course, why wouldn't he be the play but play announcer for the Dodgers? I don't even know. He's up there by himself. I think he's just some homeless guy that broke into the stadium and called <laughs> Benny the Jets. all, Benny the Jet is also a homeless guy? He just put up on... He looks up at him. He's the, the only one in the booth. The cheesiest thumbs up in the history of movies. Yeah, but then they pan to the picture all the memorabilia mm-hmm. but they still got that crew there and that's just such a like so there's a good winner of a movie childhood friendships that go into adulthood sure or just childhood friendships in general yeah even if they don't go into adulthood that's still a cornerstone even you, you i bet you can tell me a bunch of the friends that you played those baseball games with even if you don't talk to them anymore no i mean those are such formative years as far as you know, what you do with your... I mean, summer vacation as a kid is the best time ever. Yes, it is. Because you don't have a job, you don't have school. Uh, It seems like literally nothing can stop you. Nothing's holding you back, besides the fact that you do have to live with your parents. But, like, as far as freedom to choose what you do day in and day out, it's all yours, and it's the golden years, and you kind of take it for granted, and yet you can kind of relive it watching a movie like this. And that's, you know, in a weird way, that's what Smalls would have passed up. If he just threw it in, he would have been like, well, I'll play with my erector sets and study for the science fair and the quiz bowl and make sure I'm top-notch for that stuff. Be an egghead and have his mom disappointed him that he's an egghead. Yeah, (laughs) and have Dennis literally not care and continue doing the taxes in the living room because he's a banker or whatever. But, you know, he, he took that step, and he was the one that, you know, kept the game going with the ball. He's the one that motivates the crew to go get the ball. They, I mean, they were all motivated. He just had to drop the name, the signature, and that, that got everybody enticed. And then, as you just hinted, he's the one that helps at the end, you know, welcome the dog with the, or feel sympathetic for the dog and take care of him. after. I mean, if those kids are scared to death of that dog, yeah, they're probably getting the heck out of there, and they're not messing with that at all. But, no, he changes on a dime right away and just pokes the balloon of that stereotype that this is a mean, evil monster that will eat us alive and and take our souls. So do we think that Hercules was mean
0: before Smalls saved him, and then Small saves Smalls and Benny save him,
1: and that just changes his demeanor? I don't think Hercules is any more mean than any dog that just barks at a random kid, and that scares you because it's the unknown, but... That could be a way of a dog saying hello to you, you know. Do you, re, do you recast if we're gonna,
0: like I said, if we're gonna remake this? Do you recast Hercules as a different breed of dog, or do you go mastiff again?
1: It has is that that's the type of dog is it yeah. mastiff. I, it has to be a bigger dog. Yeah, it has to be a threatening looking dog, even if it's not. So, as a guy who
0: knows dogs myself, I think I would recast. I love the mastiff uh, in that role, but the the cane corso. Is a large breed. It's a big breed. It's it probably the same size as a mastiff.
1: Does uh, it drool as much? It. See, I think that's part of what you need. You need the drool to make that baseball just get scuffed up and disgusting.
0: It's basically like a a huge pit bull, like a big looking pit bull. And if anybody looks up pictures of a like look, just look a black cane corso online. It is an evil looking dog, <laughs> and I, and I think that. I think that would do a pretty
1: good job of of playing to the to the legend of that. So you're picking Hercules. Yep. To because dethrone Denzel Washington. Correct. So how does this work going forward?
0: Because you do not pick Hercules. One, I don't much know less to
1: dethrone Denzel Washington. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I think we have to put this out to a vote. To our listeners, we'll put up a poll on on Twitter, and we'll ask. The better character in a sports movie, The Beast, slash Hercules?
1: Well, is it a better character or is it a more important character? How would you like to word well, the question? Well, that's how we debated the earlier topic, is who's your favorite character? Yeah, favorite character can be different from the best character. Right. Like, we all have the comedy one that we so, like. But
0: we're talking about who won the movie. For me, it's The Beast. But I think we put we put it up for a vote because you or get... or
1: we could just go the WWE route and make two world championships no. going forward. Not gonna do you that. You have yours. Not I gonna have do crowned that. you, whoever, and I have mine. No, no, no. We'll put it up for a vote. Uh, that way we get a little more. Well, but what about my character? Does my character get included then?
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Well, you said you were gonna concede to me that it was the Beast.
1: I conceded to your argument. Okay. I wasn't gonna put up an argument with you on why that should or shouldn't count. I'm perfectly okay with it counting. I guess I'm just wondering how we then get on the same page. Okay, so now we gotta who do goes now, up
0: now we've gotta do two separate
1: polls. Alright, we've gotta do I think we should the Beast, beast two versus ch- Small. We should just have two championships on our side. That way we reward two characters or the same one in the great movie. We're gonna do what I wanna do. <laughs> So we'll have two polls. We'll have The
0: Beast versus Smalls. I think Smalls is going to win that then. And then we'll have, we'll have. I'm not so sure about that.
1: We'll have that character go up against. Uh, I'm Herman okay Boone. with The Beast beating Smalls. I just don't think The Beast gets a nod for best sports movie character over Herman Boone because. it. And this isn't The Beast's fault. It can't talk. It, in the world of movies, dialogue is pretty big. Right, but everyone talks for him. All right, well, that. That wraps it up. What Does should it? we do? It seems like we dude. We've been like talking. We've
0: been talking for an
1: hour and ten. Okay, minutes. Okay, so this is we touched on the beginning. This is your favorite sports movie. It's up there. Yeah. Is it your favorite? Doesn't have to be the best because we all agree last week is one of the best, but it wasn't necessarily yeah. like our favorite.
0: I think I would have to. I would have to look at the list of sports movies and and decide. But it is,
1: it is top three. I think for, for a sure. singular movie. Muddy Ducks Two is up there, and Major League is enjoyable, but I think I'm gonna have to go this movie, and it was reinforced today on rewatch because every scene has something fun in it. So good. Yeah, there's 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 no real down point in the movie. The down point is at the beginning when they're trying to get everything together. When they're establishing. That's kind of the boring everything. part of the movie. Yeah. And then once you get once he starts meeting the kids and they interact. Well,
0: yeah, that's why I, we didn't talk about a scene until the treehouse scene. In.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all we they the, It's like the it's like the Lord weeks. of the Rings trilogy, where the Fellowship is a subpar movie, but they're getting the pieces in place for the better movies. My
0: opinion. Okay, that wraps it up. I'm sure you want to keep talking about the Sandlot, but nope. we've nope. been at I'm this good. for an hour
1: hour and ten minutes. I'm gonna go play baseball right now. I got my Dodger cap on, and you're gonna have a Dodger dog. We are ready to go. Oh, should a weenie. I? Weenie. Where can I get a Dodger dog in Traverse City? What should
0: we do next? Do we want to do a basketball movie next? I thought this we're is doing the, the start of the.
1: NBA, well, I know, but we, we will put well, Hockey up. started before basketball Okay. I say put up, my opinion put up four different sports movies like okay. from different sports. Alright. So golf basketball, hockey, boxing I mean, we're going to have to start touching on boxing at some point here, because that's, you could make the argument baseball and boxing are the top two sports movies. Alright, well let's go with,
0: with the poll let's do Space Jam for basketball, is
1: that your favorite basketball movie? No, I just haven't people, seen it. People aren't gonna like. Out. People are not gonna like me. Should we do the new Space Jam? Actually, I've I haven't seen it. that That's one. It's probably not even on there anymore. These uh,
0: let's, we can do that. For the hockey movie, we'll do the original Mighty Ducks.
1: Should we do it that soon after Sandlot? Okay. Well, what, what do we you want to do? Then well, Miracle was in the Final Four. Okay. I, you know, I know Space, you don't like that <laughs> idea of showing love to the
0: Final Four movies, but Space Jam, Miracle. We need a football movie. You want to do Little Rudy? Giants?
1: Oh, all right. Well, let's, We just did a kid movie. Okay. So let's try and avoid a, a little kid story, at least for the next one. Okay, so then we got to get rid of Space Jam because that's a kid's movie. It, uh, yeah, but it's not about kids. Okay. That's my point. Space Jam, Miracle, Rudy. And a boxing movie? Rocky? Okay. Or Creed? We'll put that up. We'll put Rocky up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it, I think people would rather hear us talk about Rocky than... Uh, that over- overrated one with Robert De Niro. Raging Bull. Yeah. Everybody considers I don't that wanna, the best boxing movie. I don't wanna I don't wanna watch that one. <laughs> and I don't wanna
0: I don't wanna talk about it. I, I mean Rocky's just,
1: kinda depressing too.
0: Yes, but it's more uplifting, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, Raging Bull just I, I've never seen it, but I've heard Oh you've never seen it. I've heard about it and it's just I rented the D V D one time and it I I couldn't bring myself to watch it for some reason. So You rented it, but you didn't watch it. Yeah. What did you watch instead? Sandlot. I don't know. (laughs) I sandlot five times every day. (laughs) All right, well, thanks for coming in, man. I appreciate it. We'll do this again in two weeks. Uh, Thank you, listeners. This has been the Get Around Film Study, and that was the Sandlot. Pencils down.